and welcome to my Xbox and me episode 374. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? Hello, I'm doing good. Not too, uh, not too bad. <laughs> Why? Why are you giving me that face? You, I was just, I wasn't you even playing your face. I you was just looking. I was just looking at y'all. I don't like that. Okay, Look the other way. Look at somebody else. And the one and only, uh, Matt. How are you? I'm really good, mate. I'm really good. I'm worried for your neck right now, though. I'm not no, allowed to look at like the crash that. right now, You're so good. I have to You're look good. up at you. I'm looking up at you, okay? So I'm looking in my top. Okay, you can, you can turn your head back. You okay, can turn your head you. back. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I'll be honest, as far as I'm concerned, or the people watching the video are concerned, you were looking at Crash that whole time, so... On my end, I'm looking at... you. Ah, well, on my end, you're looking at Crash. Only the live viewers, then, will know that you were looking at Crash and you fucked up that joke. So, there we go. So, right now, I'm looking at who? Uh... Crash, I guess? Okay, I mean, I this know. isn't good podcasting. Hey, uh, this, this is great it. podcasting. This is you have to go to the YouTube video to check that out. <laughs> and while you're That's there, you hit the subscribe button. It's absolute amazing podcasting. What are you talking about? I've been doing this for many years, young buck. You don't <laughs> tell me what good podcasting is. I tell you what good podcasting is. Uh, yes, if you want the show early, head over to Patreon.com/slash/MCFixer. Help support the show financially. That we're saying with the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/MyXboxingMe is where you can catch the show live and of course with some other goodies uh, so go check all of that out when you can please so we're gonna show this week boys xbox tokyo game show just happened today we've we've, we've yep. hit it perfect timing um they showed a plethora of new games um is this in order crash uh i do not believe so okay well i won't pretend so i went after order. the after the fact and got the list of the games. Oh, all good, all good, all good. First of all, what did you think of Tokyo Game Show? But Tokyo Game Show isn't for us. It is yes. so apparently not for the Western world. And I love that about the show. But I also think it's very easy for us to come here and either react to content and go, oh, that was crap. Or yeah. us to talk about it right here on the podcast and go, oh, that wasn't much. But it's not for us. Yeah. So I what did you think? It, it was a great watch on a uh, two times speed. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, it wasn't like you said. It wasn't. F it's not for us. It's very apparent that it's met for the Japanese market, and so I wasn't a huge fan of it. But it looked fine for what the uh, the goal, the target audience was for it. I felt like the 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 big thing here was there was no there was no big gigantic game in my head. But then I see games like Danganronpa. We're gonna talk about it throughout Danganronpa. Obviously, Persona being re being reiterated that it's going to Xbox as well, um, amongst many other games. I felt like it was like it was a very good showing for games that I was like, oh, I've heard of that game because it's on PlayStation or Switch or or another system. Cool, it's coming to Xbox. That's actually really cool. And I do think they um, they saved one bit of news here that did matter to the Western audience, which is obviously Deathloop, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but overall, yeah, I enjoyed the show. Matt, did you have a chance to check it out? I did not. I just skimmed through it very, very briefly before we went live. But um, no no Kojima? No Kojima. I thought we may have got uh, the, the little VT. Nothing con no. concrete whatsoever, but I thought just wheel him out once again uh, was quite likely. But, um, but hey-ho. Like, EGAs yeah. are soon. 
Fiji is our son, you know. We'll see Kojima there. That's true. That's true. We'll be about his podcast about a game. We have no clue, but we'll see him there. He'll be there. He'll be there. Yeah, I mean, to go through the list of games that were shown, uh, in no particular order, we got Blaze Blue uh, Cross Tag Battle um, and Guilty Gear Strive, which are both games that are coming to Xbox. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, both in Game Pass as well. Uh, I, I might have got that wrong. Believe there was a, so. there was a lot added. To, there was a lot that was in Game Pass during this showcase. Yeah. Um, I might have got that in, uh, that bit wrong. But Chris, you're a fighting game fan, obviously. Yeah. It's good to see um, more of these titles coming to, to to Xbox, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag is a little bit old at this point, um, but Guilty Gear Strive is actually a really big one. It is probably one of the biggest fighting games right now, if not one of the best. Uh, I think it's up there with like Tekken and stuff like that. So that I think is actually a huge get for Xbox. Finally have that on the platform. Blaze Blue Cross Tag coming to Game Pass. Okay. Um, also has crossplay, if I'm not mistaken. I might be reading that wrong. Um, yeah, that's so that that is confirmed for Game Pass. Which yeah, I agree with you. It's a though an older title, still a very good one to have in the repertoire. Yeah. On the system, I, right? Yeah, I think the good thing about both of these games coming is that the only Arc System game that's been more recent, which is the uh, company that made those, uh, the studio that made them, um, is the Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, and so seeing Guilty Gear, which is their mainline fighting game that they make, they own the IP and everything. So seeing that come is sort of like, okay, well then there's no reason the next game they make and the next game after that shouldn't be coming to Xbox at this point anymore. I think you hit the nail on the head with that. And that's kind of what I felt about that. Danganronpa, Nino Kuni, da, da, da. all of these these titles that that were shown today was like, okay, the bridge has now been made in terms of um, partnerships, relationships, however it is you want to call it. Hopefully this means the next new titles in whatever the series is, we get it day one. Guilty Gear also in Game Pass. I was right. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well done, fix. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, it was. Uh, we spoke about it not too long ago about uh, fighting games as well. And yeah. coming to Game Pass and things like that. I remember, was it Original Cookie Man who brought it up, I think, during the question? Um, yeah. I feel like this is... They're two big fighting games that Xbox now have in Game Pass, which is obviously huge. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think overall for fighting games in general, there's Street Fighter and Tekken, which we'll talk about later in the podcast. Um, but Xbox is finally getting a majority of fighting games uh, where previously we've talked about it. It's like fighting games just don't come to Xbox. They're more um, Japanese focused and whatnot. Um, and seeing that change and more of them coming, I think is A, it's a good sign for fighting games in general. But B, also, I think it's a good thing for Xbox because a lot of fighting games, even if it's just the base version of game, uh, makes sense for those to go on Game Pass as sort of after a certain amount of time as sort of an advertisement for the game and like, hey, buy the season pass and buy the characters and buy the DLC and stuff like that. I think it's yeah. a very fitting combination. Yeah. Are you happy to see obviously Guilty Gear, I believe, is when you spoke about on the podcast when it was on X PlayStation? I think you played it on or was it on PC? I yeah, I played it on PC. I play on oh, PC. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, I'm I'm super excited. Uh that game's very fun. I think it has cross play if I'm not mistaken at this I think point. So um so that's just really dope to see opening up that sort of player base as well even more i think that's probably one of the bigger things for uh 
niche like a fighting game is that having more players in that bigger player base helps the game a lot and i think that's also very very dope yeah no you're you're, you're totally right uh moving on we had uh nino kuni remastered announced for xbox and obviously in game pass as well again it's not a game that everything we speak about here other than maybe ac Deathloop, and wulong are games that prop oh power world there's a few um that didn't really interest me but again it was one of those games where i'm like i know the name i know the art style which is amazing um yeah and it's amazing to see it coming to not only coming to xbox but coming to game pass as well it, it just yeah. opens up I, I cannot imagine i'm not trying to be a corporate shield here but it's like i cannot imagine not having game pass it's i'm at that point now where i'm like there's too much that gets added and frequently enough that i'm like number one how is this profitable clearly it is clearly it's working but number two like it gives me a chance to try out a game like this and then go oh it's not for me and i don't feel burnt on it at all yeah Matt, are you looking forward to the no Kuni at all I'm, I'm looking forward to jumping into all of these and trying them especially if they're available via cloud which i'm not sure if they are or not but it would kind of surprise me if they're not because the japanese market is such like a huge mobile audience with a good internet infrastructure for you know the big cities in japan at least um and so like yeah i think this is awesome and and just again serves that audience one of the things they mentioned early on was how successful the series s has been out there yeah um and getting that microsoft machine into people's houses and getting them used to it um and if all these things are available on phone as well, I think I think that's going to be a huge boon to them. I can't um, remember if it was Nino Kuni or Dan and Rumper they definitely showed on Clad. I can't oh, remember yeah. which one. One of the two, I believe, they definitely showed because it had the control scheme on it on the. On the yeah, I think it was Dan and Rumper. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I could well. be mistaken about that though. I should say, um, like the fighting games, obviously, aren't going to be great on Cloud. Well, no. I don't know. Maybe they'll be fine. No. But, um, no. Oh, instinct song there. <laughs> I haven't seen people complain about it, so that's because no one's playing it. <laughs> I was gonna say. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> that just hurts. <laughs> uh, next up was Danganronpa V3, uh, also coming to Game Pass uh, as well. Another game again. I I have I haven't had an interest in playing, but a, a game that I know was definitely. I think it was on Vita as well, and it's been it's been a a long-running franchise that just has never made it to Xbox, so it's good to see it here, to be honest with you. 100%. Yeah, I've one, heard a lot of good things about it as well. Like, a lot, like for a lot of people, it is one of their favorite franchises if they do like it. Yeah, 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 yeah I agree. Um, next up, which one I think is going to interest all of us in talking about, uh, especially Matt P by the smile on his face, uh, Power World. Uh, I think this was probably the best showing I've seen of it so far uh, in yep. terms of me understanding what the game was which is ultimately is Pokemon uh, with with guns. That is what this game is. It is unapologetically that. And for that, oh, and I kind of love it. How are letting this happen? How is it happening legally? Some of these characters... Legally? Like, you, would you, Nintendo can't you could, stop that. You could walk out into the street and show people a character from Power and a character from Pokemon. They would not be able to tell the difference. No, Unless it's the but, same thing, you can't stop it. Yeah. No, I. It's just. What did you think of it? What did you think of the showing? Every time I see this game, I am more excited to play it because it's fucking mad. What the hell is happening? Pokemon, not Pokemon. Pals are mining in a mine, and yep. I can make a gun factory and a sweatshop. And like, the hell is happening <laughs> in this game? I'm so excited. That's the part I, I forgot to mention was the crafting and stuff that they showed off as well, which I was like, yeah. 
this looks like a fixer-ass fixer game. I'm not going to lie. This looks uh, so good. <laughs> I was talking to Matt before the podcast, and that's exactly what I said. It's a fixer-ass fixer game. It is a fixer-ass yeah, fixer, fixer game. Yeah. game. And I was just like, I literally, because I hadn't, I get this game mixed up with, I believe, is it, it's not Square Enix's game. The other one, where it's like the big city, and it kind of looks Pokemon-esque. Um, oh, uh, po- Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon. Like I, I know the one is. you're yeah. talking about. I know the yeah. one you're talking about. I got yeah. these two mixed up, so I thought this was that, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, cool." And then I saw this, and I was like, "Wait a minute, what the hell? Oh, I have seen this with oh this oh." And you're right. I saw a character just like Lapras, and so I was like, "I'm for it. I'm all for it." Like rip Pokemon off as much as you humanly possibly can, Mate. and like <laughs> th- make a good Pokemon game. Finally, you know. Bro, like, Matt, yeah. The only thing I'm slightly afraid of with this game is that it will be, there will be so much, it'll be so obtuse and, and like, just too complicated and too many things going on and too many things thrown at you. Um, I could definitely see that happening. It's the way I always felt about, and probably wrongly at this point, but the Monster Hunter series. Played them way back in the day and was like, my little child brain couldn't handle the amount of things that were happening and that I had to do. Um, and so I could imagine this being similar, maybe. Hopefully not. Yeah, I mean, I, I, see, I see your... I see the argument that you have there. I, I don't think so. Considering what we saw today, I kinda, it was very self-explanatory to me, what we were getting ourselves into. But like you say, hopefully there are deeper mechanics than just running around shooting throwing pokeballs and they literally love pokeballs uh at pokemon that are not pokemon but uh hey you know like i say i'm all for it personally all bloody for it uh next up is funga funga fuga 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 melodies i don't don't remember remember this one yeah that's literally what i'm looking up now um Oh, this is the one that's made by uh, CyberConnect 2. It's a RPG. I think it was on the Switch previously exclusively. Oh. Um, so this got shown here, and then they also showed uh, the sequel, which I assume means it's coming to Xbox as well. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah, not again, not one that even stuck out into my brain, to be honest with you. So not not for me. Not for me. Uh, next up, we have... Go on, Crash, hit me. Uh, Kiriko. Thank you. Kuriko, uh, another one. This this was... So as soon as I saw the game, I was like, oh, it's Overwatch. And then as soon as I saw the character, I was like, oh, this actually looks really cool. Um, forgetting that Overwatch 2 isn't out yet because I'm forgetful. I totally thought this that Overwatch was out by now. No. I think it comes out in like December or something like that, isn't it? No, it's October. No. Right? It's it's October. October? Oh, wow. Okay, I thought it was further out. Isn't that just the online and then the PVE campaign yeah, thing is so, December, maybe? No, they delayed the actual like, story and campaign stuff um, because that's what's been delaying the game is yeah. their work on that. So they're like, okay, people have been complaining enough. Let's just put out the multiplayer um, and get that ball rolling while we still work on the single player stuff. So Kuriko is a support class character. She's a healer. Um looked very in sync with genji i believe people have been saying like that's similar she has the wall climb that yeah. hanzo has does genji have a wall climb as well he probably does I don't know. um no he has the double jump i don't think he has the wall climb i think that's uh hanzo i could okay. be wrong but she throws the kunai genji throws the shuriken it's yeah. very very in line with the those two characters either way yeah um i thought she looked cool i thought it was a really cool design her kit seems fun 
Um, I think she'll be very fitting in the game. Matt, you're an Overwatch guy? I was when it first launched, and then I fell off hard and fast. But I think what Overwatch does is it's the strength of its characters, right? Like, it's it's these interesting, both visually and mechanically, characters that you just want to play and know more about. And and the diversity in that, right, like, is feels natural to that world and that game. Um, whereas sometimes it feels shoehorned. And, it, and just that isn't the case in Overwatch. Um, so, yeah. I'm excited for Overwatch 2, but equally confused and kind of thought it was out. And so if I thought it was out and I wasn't playing it, am I actually going to play it when it comes out? I feel like once the conversation starts around it, when Chris comes on this bloody podcast and goes, we have to play, and I go, "Eh." and then he's like, come on, you never want to play anything with me. And I go, okay. And then I play it and I enjoy it. Maybe I'll be in, but I just, I don't see it. I, I, right now, if you said to me to put money on, am I going to dive into Overwatch 2? No chance. I think it has the potential, probably not to the same extent, but to capture the zeitgeist in the way that Elden Ring did earlier on in the year, where, like, my TikTok feed is just fucking Overwatch shit. Mm. And, like, yeah. and that then sort of would encourage me to play, I think, and so. Yeah, I think the difficulty with Overwatch is a lot of the stuff that's in there is old at the end of the day it's like characters we've seen so how much can i think there'll be like three characters overall two of which have already gone through the ringer of getting made uh content made about them so there'll really be one new character um have you guys heard about how the battle pass works for this game and how characters are attached to battle pass nope so the characters are attached to the free track in the battle pass now instead of just outright being for everybody okay um which I am torn about. You can also just buy the character, uh, which I think is the reasoning for what they're doing. Um, and I'm kind of torn about it. Is it going to be similar to multiverses in the way that like different seasons have different initial characters unlocked and then you unlock the rest through the battle pass and stuff like that? Uh, I think every... So I think it's every other season they said is going to have a new character with it. Okay. Um, so it's not every season, but whenever there is a new character, they're unlocked through the battle pass. Um, and I'm the, torn with it. The paid battle pass or the free battle pass? The free battle pass. So you can earn the character for free or you can just outright buy them. I personally don't. So there's not really a problem. Really a problem. I don't see the problem. Yeah. I understand why people are conflicted on it, but I think people also yeah. need to get over the fact that Overwatch is now a free-to-play game. I was going to say, they also got rid of loot boxes. So it's yeah. like, how do you up the money you're getting in on a free-to-play game which is important to keep the free-to-play going and making new content for it um and i think this is a good middle ground where anybody who just plays the game you can still earn it i think i am curious if after the battle pass ends how then getting that character is do you then have to buy that character um which i wouldn't i would prefer that because that also means once a character needs to be paid for that hopefully more focus goes in on characters where overwatch one did have this issue of like character drought and just getting stale over time that hopefully this makes them focus on that more as well um but it really is a mixed bag until we see more of how they're doing it and how it works fair enough um anything to add on overwatch 2 matt before i move on I don't think so. Like you say, we got to see how that works, right? And how that's received by the community and what that means for balance and all these other things. And so I'm excited. Like I say, if I think it captures the zeitgeist in a way that I think it could uh, when it launches, I would be excited to jump in with you guys. Yeah, I can see us games. playing. I can see us playing it. 
yeah. once or twice. So I just don't know if it's going to be the game that. <laughs> Mix will commit to playing it once. No, dip. no, no. I'm I'm open to like, I'm, bro. I've been gagging for a new a new shooter to dive into, but I think honestly, I feel like I, I feel like Call of Duty is going to be that game this year. I don't think I, I don't ever classify like Overwatch as a shooter. I don't think I ever classify it as filling in that shooter gap for me. For me, it is it much does. more. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Like, like I'm picking this over COD, or I'm picking this over Rainbow. I'm no, picking, picking this over like one of those type of games, right? Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I don't like. I think when it comes to like filling in that niche for you, I don't think you would ever pick Overwatch over it because I don't think it'll give you that same type of fulfillment as those games. Is more so what I'm saying. I feel like it does though. Overwatch to me again, it's another game that I'm like, I only find Overwatch fun when I play it with friends, mm. and it's similar to Rainbow. Like as much as I love playing Rainbow, but Rainbow with friends compared to Rainbow without friends, chalk and cheese at the end of the day. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't. It's a hard one. When you say you think you could see Call of Duty becoming like your end of year game or whatever, you know, like the game that you're shooting back yeah. to. Yeah. Are you, you're not thinking about Warzone. You're thinking about no. 6v6, yeah. Dominations. Yeah, Modern uh, Warfare really? 2. Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't played a Call of Duty properly. Like, I'm talking grinding for skins, going for gold. Yeah. Like, I haven't done that since Modern Warfare one like call of duty 4 like that was the last time i was was, yeah call of duty 4 modern warfare um even the like the remake didn't get me there's just a there's a weird buzz right now around cod where like people are super excited for modern warfare 2 story-wise i feel like i'm gonna really enjoy it because we really loved um yeah one our game of the year two years ago Three years I ago? think it would have been two at this two point. Years ago, I think, yeah. So, like the story, I think I feel like the story is going to be actually pretty good. But it's the multiplayer where I'm like, there's I've had multiple people reach out and be like, "Oh, you going in on COD this year?" And I'm like, I don't know. But if there's enough people that are saying it, it's going to convince me to want to play it. You know? Yeah, it was also three years ago. Three, Cold yeah, War and three. Vanguard. Yeah. Three, yeah. To me, the idea, like, I like the idea because I played so much COD for Modern Warfare and Black Ops and Black Ops 2. Um, the idea of going back to that just feels really old school to me at this point. Like, like fucking retro. Going back to, like, a 6v6 domination match or whatever when Warzone exists and there's... I don't know. I can't imagine myself going back and enjoying it for some reason. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I don't disagree with you. I, I do think, like... Vanguard's probably a bad example because that game had like a whole bunch of good. issues like, with it. Yeah. But you could also say that about Cold War and I even think Modern Warfare, this conversation was there as well. You had um, Warzone as the dominating factor. I think depending on when the next Warzone launches depends on whether I think this game has an opportunity for it to stand and run and really become something. I yeah. have no interest in going back to Warzone. So not even Warzone 2? Nothing. No, so Warzone, yeah, when there's a new Warzone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, I, knew, I knew what you were saying, but I was just saying. I got it. Um, I have no interest to go back to a war. Like, that, that game, I will tell you, Warzone holds a very special place in my heart because obviously lockdown was, it was just literally every single day of every single minute of, like, my, my childhood friends were hitting me up to play. Obviously, me and Matt played. Like, we streamed it all the time. It was like... But 
I thought about it the other day where I was like, oh, I might download it. And I was like, no. no I'm going to go in and get destroyed. Yeah. Uh, it's too, too much at this point. Um, a, I think that game had a problem with its own, the way it formed meta with people being able to create classes instead of introducing new guns. So I do hope whenever we get a Warzone 2, that is something they sort of examine and like readjust. Because it is hard to go back after a long period of time of being away from the gun, from the game where it's like, you can't even make a good look because you don't have any of the good guns. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. If you don't stay with it and stick with it and unlock the battle passes and keep moving with COD, it's over. Yeah. yeah. It's over. So, yeah. Um, next up, we had Wulong. Uh, kind of had like a little dev diary um, of this game. So it's Wulong Fallen Dan uh, Dynasty. Um Dynasty, Dynasty, Dynasty. Sorry, it's an words. American UK. Yeah, thing. that was that's literally what just hit me. I was like, wait, that was American the way I just said that. <laughs> um, I like the look of this game until you know they said uh, it's going to be very, very hard, and I was like, oh man, like you couldn't just <laughs> let me have a game like this that's not hard, could you? Like it makes sense why it's hard. I understand, like that's why it's designed, yeah. but. Ugh. Yeah, it's just Team Ninja at this point. I think every. You have the Neo, you have um, Stranger's Paradise, I think even the one they announced for uh, at the State of Play um, all look like they're going to be in the same realm of difficulty and challenge. And if you like those, I think this game's going to be great. But if that's not really your thing, I do think this might not be the game for you. The good thing about this is it's in Game Pass as well. Mm, yep. Ka-ching. Ka-ching. Um, as somebody who's never played a Team sorry, Ninja, is it Team Ninja? Yeah, Team Ninja, yeah. Yeah. yeah game uh what should i which one should i play this one uh well yeah <laughs> from party out uh i would say neo one or two i Neo's think uh yeah i think it's really your pick there's slight differences between them i think neo two is the more modern one um but there are like neo two goes into more having powers and stuff like that to a degree that neo one doesn't have i think either of them are really good picks though i check them out you're not going to. Uh, who got time for that shit? Yeah. Exactly. No. Uh, and last two announcements here. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's Odyssey. Uh, going into Game Pass today. Um, interesting choice to show that here. If I'm honest, like, I was just a bit like, okay. Yeah. I wonder if... So I would have a big audience in... Yeah. And I <laughs> I wonder if this goes hands in, hand in hand with the... Um, from Ubisoft on the Assassin's Creed uh, Code Red announcement. It's sort of like, hey, let's put Odyssey uh, on Game Pass and make that announcement at Xbox, sort of for the fans over there to like sort of get hyped for Code Red as well. It makes, it makes perfect sense. Done by the same team. Like This is the yeah. game that we did previously. We're coming to, a, we're taking our game into a part of the world that we know you're going to want there if we've done it right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, why not play our previous game, see if you like that, and then maybe it'll, you won't be so culture shocked in what the game is when it finally comes out, right? Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, Deathloop is finally headed to Xbox after its year of exclusivity uh, on PlayStation 5. Uh, it will be coming to Game Pass on September 20th. So, five days. Next five Tuesday. days. Next Tuesday. I'm surprised I didn't I'm do it. I thought they were going to do it. Nah. There's no, got to be 
a reason for it, whatever the reason is. Uh, it could be update because I'm pretty sure it's coming out with um, an update that's supposed to hit PlayStation as All well. With cross like play, that, new yeah. weapons, new enemies and stuff like that. So I'd imagine that's what it is to hit day and date with whatever update the PlayStation side gets. Did you say it's getting crossplay? Yes. Yeah, it is getting yeah crossplay. Oh. I did not expect that for some reason. Yeah, I mean it makes perfect sense from Xbox's point of view. Sure. Like why they? It would yeah no it makes it makes I I it doesn't surprise me at all that it's got crossplay. To be honest with you, especially the type of game it is like the whole invading and stuff like that. It's like yeah to have more people to invade and things like that makes makes ton of sense. Hundred percent. I just hadn't expected it for some reason caught me off caught me off guard fair enough fair enough um let's jump into the news this week boys before we do that let me give a shout out to our patreon producers this week the one and only Aaron god and fnh pool we won't do news we're going to wasp in our box beforehand shall we thank you boys for the support um so i can't speak for her but i can let you guys know Haley has been playing disney dreamlight um once she's played a bit more of it we will have her on the podcast to review it for us and when i say review it it's more gonna be what do you think of the game and her go blah 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 and then that'll be it she's not gonna sit here and be like mechanics this and stuff like that yeah so don't <laughs> expect it because she will get super flustered as soon as we start asking her questions but she has been playing it i watched her play a bit of it and oh my god this game is just animal crossing isn't it it's just yeah. Disney animal crossing yeah yeah matt talk to us about it you like it it's great it's great it's like animal crossing meets a little bits of stardew but nowhere near as like complex as stardew it's very much about chatting to your disney villagers getting them all to come back to the village populating the village with all the disney characters making sure everybody likes you and cooking food for them and giving them presents and it does that cool thing where it's like unlike sort of stardew valley where you have to maintain your energy and you know fill up your watering can and all this stuff all of that is way simplified. Your tools don't break. Your watering cans never empty. You never have to sleep. You just eat food that you find on the ground. It's great. It's it's all of that, but simple and got all the Disney stuff in it. And it's great. It's I great. have a question, and this is a very serious question on whether I will like it or not. No, Crash, uh, stop. What? You will not like this game. I, I just want to ask my question. Can I marry Woody? Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> so, Woody, not him. in the game yet. On his way, I believe. Can I marry any Disney character? No. Zero out of ten. Chris, this is not a you game, bro. Let me tell you. Zero out of ten. Not zero out of ten. I respect that. I watched Haley play, and I went, "Oh God, no." I didn't. I'm gonna be honest. I've seen gameplay for it, and I'm like, I like Stardew Valley. I like those. This this isn't Stardew. Yeah, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. I like those type of games, and I saw this, and I'm like, no, this is like. This is child's version. Of, yes. This is baby's first baby version of yeah. Stardew Valley. Not even, no, is, not even Stardew. It's definitely Animal Crossing. Yes, it's way closer to Animal Crossing, but they've done away with all of the wait twenty four hours for this thing to be built. Like I, none of that, but like, everything's instant. I have heard that like um, certain characters are only up during certain times of the day yeah. based off what time your console is as well. Yes, though. So they do have it that. Does have they that. do have certain things in it. Like Haley said to me that she had to. She had to go and check on her plants, and I was like, "Does that not just have normal match?" Like, no, it's like Stardew. Like, you have to wait for the the trees to grow or some something like that, something along those lines. So, 
so your day-night cycle is based on where you are. Okay. So like the, the day-night cycle is like if I went on it this evening, it would be night. If yeah. I went on it tomorrow morning, it would be morning. Um, and so that happens. It, so far, and this might be different when you find more crops to plant or whatever, um, everything only needs to be watered once. And then you can leave it for as long as you want. It doesn't take, it takes probably 20 seconds for that thing to grow, but then you can just leave it there if you don't want to pick it right now, whatever it is. The difference between Matt and Haley is Matt is unefficient with his time. Haley's like, I gotta get to my plant right now because so, it's done growing. I'll tell and you plant the next thing. She did tell me that she like skipped half the tutorial and was like, Oh, I'm picking up she found a pickaxe before she was meant to, and she's like, I've played the game like this before. I don't care about whatever you're saying. I know what I need to do. So she just went off and was like, Boom. Yeah, that'll that will fuck you a little bit in that you need to just kind of hold hands with Merlin for the first probably hour of the game while he teaches you how to do stuff and, and talks you through the process of doing things in the order he wants you to do them in. That's um, not how Haley rolls. Haley doesn't need Merlin. Exactly. Merlin needs Haley. Exactly. We'll get it twisted. Exactly. Fair That's fair enough. Um, but yeah, for me, it is the perfect podcast game. Throw it on. I'll enter a new biome and it'll be like, oh, now it's playing Moana music. This is fucking great. And like, I, I, I just really like it. I yeah, really she, like it. Again, I'll let her talk for herself when she finally comes on and talks, but she said that it's like the perfect game for her to play after work. Like she loves video games just as much as us, but she she's not a great gamer and she gets very stressed and pissed off at games very easily. She said like this after work is like turn off her brain, she can just play. And I said to her about um, obviously having cloud saves and stuff. I was like, you can play it on the laptop if you want. And then that way you can watch TV at the same time. She's like, oh my God. So now she's like getting ready to install it on the laptop so she can play while she watches TV. It's like the perfect like side project for her while she's while she's uh, getting on. And during that podcast, I said I'd pay her. So now she keeps talking about that. She keeps, so I said salary or something like that. And now Whoops. she keeps saying, I can't wait for you to pay me for all this work I'm doing. I'm like... Oof. Damn. Oof. Awkward. Here's what I will say about it is is um I think the the basically you have to go to these other worlds to collect uh the characters of Disney who have forgotten that Dreamlight Valley exists. Cute. Oh, okay. Um but these other realms that you go to are tiny. Like Remy from uh, Ratatouille is literally a kitchen. It's literally a room. And you go and you do some missions in this kitchen for him, and then he comes back to Dream Valley, and there's no reason to ever go back to that other realm, as far as I can tell. Maybe things will change. But I was surprised at how small those little offshoots are. It's all about going there, spending as little time as possible there, getting the character back to your hub world. Um, but I think what Disney has done very well here is just gone, oh, yeah, we'll just do Animal Crossing, but with all the fucking characters you like. And if they start introducing Marvel and Star Wars and everything else they can shove their hand into, this could go on forever and be wild and great. And it will get you, back in every goddamn time. Do you know if the Toy Story content is a free update or a paid update? Good question. I had assumed it was all free. I believe the game... Is free to play. I think they've said it's free to play, isn't it? It's in early access right game now, pass, but when it launches, it's going to be free to play. Yeah, I don't think it would be free to play because it's on Game Pass. But I could be wrong. You can always put a free to play game on Game Pass. Nothing stopping you. Um, I will say I would be worried about the game in terms of the long term if it is free to play and they have it and what type of microtransactions that would have. If it's all cosmetic, I don't really care. That's fine. Whatever. It's an interesting point. I don't know if the, if the Toy Story update is free or not. I had assumed that it was, 
I have not run into any situation where I've even thought or considered about spending money in this game. As it's early access, it could be like all the updates up until it's fully done are free to play. I and then whatever's after that. There is a battle pass that gets you uh, like cosmetic. I haven't bought it, but it gets you like cosmetics, like t-shirts and pins mm. for your character and stuff like that. Um, so maybe that's just how they're going to make their money. I don't know. I'm trying to look up the update right now um, mm -hmm. so I could see what we are getting. Um, like, like I say, this could end up, you know, essentially looking like almost as ridiculous as Fortnite when you're running around and fucking Darth Vader's in his house over there and Mickey Mouse is over here and Wolverine is hanging out in the garden. I wonder if they will go so far as to add Marvel characters. I, I don't think they will. I don't think it'll come soon. I could see it coming in a year's time or something like that. There's so many Disney properties. Sure. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you know, you're like, right. I would love to see I, it. I feel like the Marvel characters, for the most part, I think there's a couple that you could possibly add. But for the most part, just don't feel like they would belong in a game like this. I agree. The thing that kind of um, made me feel differently about that is that um, and, and maybe this is a bit more silly, but like new school characters interacting with old school characters, like um, I can't even remember his name. The hot guy from Frozen is like hanging out with Donald Duck and they're having like conversations and they're having storylines together. And for some reason to me, that felt almost as divorced as a Marvel and um, Mickey Mouse or whatever. You've never played Kingdom Hearts. Oh, well, that is very true. So, I've seen. <laughs> Go ahead. On, on the early access roadmap, three updates. You've got uh, launch, obviously. You've got Lion King update, which is meant to be full 2022. You've got Scar, main story continues, and more surprises. And then late fall 2022, update two, new characters, which is the Toy Story uh, arc, which is new characters, new realms, more surprises. And then it says more updates to come in 2023. Um, so free, both of the characters and stuff like that is all free, and all that content is free. Okay. I, um, and it's still in early access right now. Yeah. That that um, yeah, that, that, I, didn't, I didn't realize it was an early access game. I've got to be honest with you. Um, um I'm so. trying. It's a thirty dollar game, so you can buy it right now for thirty bucks, the base go. version, and they have a deluxe and an ultimate edition. So I imagine. I wonder if the price will jump up to sixty once the game's done. And that's Maybe. just the price for early access. Maybe. Possibly. Um, I, I will say for early access, like I've probably put maybe close to, no, maybe not 20 hours, maybe close to 10 hours in. And I've still got like stacks to do. Like I, I can see everything I've got to do, right? And there's loads. Um, one other tiny little thing that just made me kind of happy inside for some reason is that um, if you're wandering around and you see two characters talking to each other over there, they'll have like little speech bubbles above their head. They refer to you as their glorious leader, which feels very North Korean dictator to me and makes me happy. All right. All right. <laughs> me too. Me All too. Right. 100%. Um, Crash, what have you been playing? Uh, I play Temtem Fix. Oh. I've been playing Temtem. <laughs> Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been uh, playing. What invite? I was still waiting on you to uh, honor the invite. <laughs> oh, when ago. I convinced you to buy it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, is it good? Or uh, I enjoy it. I think it's more of the same of um, 
what we had played back then. So I don't think if you enjoyed that, you would necessarily enjoy what's there. It just seems like there's more of it. Um, and it feels like a more complete package uh, in terms of what they want to do. If it does, there are certain things in the game now that do feel um, a little bit more MMO like, which they are referring to the game as an MMO, yeah. um, which makes sense with how they've designed the game. But it's cool. I do think it is. It is a cool Pokemon substitute. And as far as games that sort of riff off the Pokemon idea, um, I think this is probably one of the better ones and probably has legs to stand on going forward. Um, now, if they succeed in that and they keep developing it, we'll see how far that goes. But they have been supporting this game for it's been like, what, two, three years at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy what I played. Uh, I, it's a it's a good palette cleanser until the next pokemon comes out yeah okay fair enough okay is that that's not an xbox yet right yeah it's on everything yeah it officially launched uh, a couple of days ago it's everywhere now i think even switch if i'm not mistaken fair enough fair enough um have you been playing fix oh mate i've been playing games boys so where do you want me to start I feel like the most potent one would be NBA 2K23, if we're being totally honest with you. Uh, so, uh, I've got NBA 2K23, uh, M- uh, 2K sent to me, so just thank you 2K for the code. Uh, that being said, ugh, God damn it, 2K. Really? Yeah. So Not a great game. NBA 2K23 might be the best basketball game that ever exists, like in terms of the mechanics of basketball. But this year's game, there is... the they're, they're, I mean, I'm still early. I've got to be honest with you with the career, but the career mode is awful. Awful. They have so intertwined career mode, which has always been intertwined career mode and like the city, right? Like usually what happens though is you, you play your career mode where if you start off at college, you play your career mode, you get that done, then you transition into the online pretty much, which is the park and pick up games and rec league and things like that. And last year's game was my biggest critique of it was, oh, it's a, again, it's the best basketball game ever. But um, story mode feels very, it's just there. Like it's not, it's, and, and by it's just there, it's very light that it's there. It's there, but you still, you still had, there was still a story. This year's story so far from what I've played it is very much, you instantly go to the NBA. So there's no college. There's no build up. There's, there's, you play one G League game which is like the league before the NBA, like they said, their subject, if you don't know basketball. Um, you play one G League game, which is the finals, and then you, that's where you meet your rival. You're, every year you have a rival character, like, you know, whatever. But this year feels so intertwined with just VC. And VC's always played a huge part in the game, which is the f- currency, right? Pe- everybody knows. You buy the $100 version of NBA 2K, and on top of that, some people are spending two, three, four hundred dollars on their characters. That's that's not that's and that's usually for like the real top top level players, multiple builds and things like that. Is that still wrong? Yes, in my opinion, it is. It's very egregious. It's very greedy. It's very uh, predatory. But we've come to we've we that's where we're at, right? Like like uh, FIFA has ultimate team. We've come to accept that. This year's NBA to me feels even worse for vc i've put in so i got i got given 
with my code was the, the Michael Jordan edition, which comes with a hundred, uh, no, a thousand, ten thousand, hundred thousand, hundred thousand VC. Sorry, I had to do the math there in my head. Uh, 100,000 VC. That got my character to 78 rated. So that's $100. They're done. To 78 rated. My character feels like crap. Even more so than it ever has. And it feels like this game... To Don't get me wrong. Every year it's always bad for bu buying clothes. 10,000 VC. 20,000 VC, like it costs, everything costs money, but this year for, I don't know why, maybe it's because career mode is just so bad for me, and I'm just, I've instantly gone to online, because the career mode is so non-existent, I'm like, bro, what the hell, like it's very obviously that it's tugging at my, my pocket to go, come on, put some money in, and I almost have a couple of times, but I, I think I'm at the point where I'm like, no, I'm not doing this anymore, like this is, this is ridiculous, like, ridiculous. It takes you forever to gain VC, which it always has. But this year just feels even more so. It just doesn't It doesn't feel fun the way NBA used to feel fun to me, which was you come in, you do your career mode, then you, then you, so then you build your character up to, I don't know, an 80 rated, let's say, whatever. Like, with your, with, you get to an 80, 85, 82, 83, whatever it is. Then you might buy... $20, $30 worth of VC to get the character to a competitive state in online. This year, it just feels like it's like, nope, skip all that, give us your money. Right. And I'm not interested. Well, so, significantly worse experience from last year's. From a point of view of the, me the, the mechanics of the game, no. Mechanics but of the game is better, <laughs> looks better, feels better, it's the best NBA, it's the best basketball game that to exist. But if if you had to pick one to play today, not gameplay wise, just sort of talking about yeah. like uh, oh, take me back uh, to the, full aim, bro. Take okay. me back to full uh, aim. Like <laughs> But if if then if it is a up to like a versus like I'm gonna play with my buddy, we're gonna pick teams, whatever, you would rather pick, still pick this one. New version. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. it's okay. still this year they've they slowed down the get they slowed down the game so much like dribbling right like dribbling you don't have players that can just dribble constantly because of the stamina meat and stuff like that which means people actually have to play basketball a little bit more instead of being a greedy fucker on the court which was always the most annoying thing ever you know like you got a guy just doing backwards dribbles the whole damn time and you're like I'm open pass me the ball um there, mechanically it's a much better and sound game for me but. It just feels very egregious at your pockets. Okay. So for people who don't typically play the career mode and stuff like that, you think you're gonna pick this it, game it up would be to worth play it. to play as Michael Jordan, um, not even to do like his career stuff, but to do just like you wanna play a basketball game. You've got that, you've got um what do they call the league mode? I can't remember what the league mode's called, but like there's a league mode which is outside of my career and stuff like that. Yes, this is the game worth getting, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Got it. But yeah, I'm looking at the I just said is it's a pain. Sorry, I was I was no looking place. at the Metacritic now, and really the only one that stands out to mention what you're mentioning is IGNs, and they say the exact same thing. I'm, I have no interest in shelling out additional cash, even beyond the expensive Michael Jordan edition, or grind for an insane amount of hours just to be able to compete in an online court. So, but but it's at a 77 on Metacritic, and every yeah, because, other review is like because... wildly popular. Yeah, because listen to what I just said. Ultimately, 
Well, sure. If you're reviewing the game based on it being a basketball game, it is the best basketball game to ever right. exist. Like that's the that's I, just, I think that's why I think like you you've got this with that same thing with FIFA and things like that, right? It's very hard to review a sports game uh, nowadays because it gets graphically better every year, yeah. no matter what. It usually usually gets mechanically better um, year over year, but that's not where the problems are. The problems are not in its gameplay or in its mechanics. Its problems are in, you know, like I say, it's microtransactions and how the game makes money. So you know? Why? Because I'm so not in the, you know, sport game world. So to me, this seems mad. This seems like when EA were doing dodgy shit in like Battlefront and they got so much pushback from the audience that they were like, oh shit, okay, this isn't the way we do things now. Um, but it seems like sport games have gone so far now that there's no bringing it back. Like, what is the what is the conversation amongst other people who are it, playing the game? There's no competition. There's no competition for NBA. There's no competition for FIFA. There's no competition. Like, the problem, I saw a tweet about this, actually, recently that sort of was like, oh, yeah, that is the problem, is that there are no more competitions for NFL. Like, there no. are no other games that are competing with these. It is this game. And the experience of playing the game does get better, but they're also like, hey, we can, we're also going to start charging you for more. We're also going to start like, hey, you want to upgrade your character and all this stuff. And that's just ultimately what NBA it is. There is always, no competition. NBA 2K has always been this way when it comes to VC and stuff. That, that, this yeah. is what the game oh. is. So oh. this has been the same thing since, I think, I st I've been playing since 2006, right? No, like 2K6 back in the yeah. day so i can't remember exactly when they brought in i think it might have been 12 or 13 this is bringing how it works but the thing is i feel like back in the day we were at least getting the spike league story so yeah. for me personally especially back then when i was buying games and not being sent them i was buying nba to play the story of mm. being an nba player and building my person up there whether i touched online didn't matter to me yeah. But now the game, especially the last two years, the game is so interwoven with the online mode, with the park and rec league and things like that, that I'm like, why am I buying this anymore? Because or or playing it, but it really comes down to playing this anymore. Because the career mode in which I loved has been just stripped back and stripped back and stripped back. Because the hardcore of hardcore players, when it comes to NBA, they don't care about the career mode, they skip it. They get the game, they go skip, 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 get to the basketball, get to the basketball, which I play FIFA. I understand. I, I totally agree with you. I felt the same way with the story mode they put in FIFA. Because when you care about a sports game, you want to play sports. But when you're a casual fan, you want the pizzazz that comes with a with a yeah. game, you know? And don't get me wrong, this year's game does have the Mike and Jordan legend mode or um, the Jordan challenge mode thing, which let you, lets you relive like Michael Jordan's most iconic moments. And it's done really well. It's very good. Again, because the game's so beautiful, it, it looks amazing. But I'm talking about from a, my career point of view, it is just a, a real, real shame. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Yeah. It is a little bit heartbreaking, to be honest with you. It is. I'm also playing more uh, more Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I've gone back. I'm about 20 hours in, 25 hours in, something like that. Um, thankfully, so I was playing it on GTV, right? And I got to the exact same part that I stopped at in my Xbox uh, uh, uh. campaign. 
So nice. it was like, I literally switched over and was like, huh. I literally did Perfect. the same mission. I literally skipped through all the cutscenes. Like, I'm up to date. Here we go. Uh, and I had like all the waypoints unlocked, a bunch of the, the, the wealth stuff's done, artifacts done. I was like, huh. I remember why I've put 20 hours into this, or 15 hours into this game already. Because I went around to every part of the bloody map, sinking everything already. Like, yeah, nuts. Absolutely nuts. Um, so I'm playing that, really enjoying that again, which is nice. I know it's not a new game, but I need to get it done before Mirage comes out, as the boys told me. So I am doing just that. Played some more FIFA. We don't need to talk about that. Um, Power Wash Simulator. I finally started that. I was a little bit stressed the other night. So I was like, oh, you know what? Let me... Why not? So I did like the opening van where like you clean that van for the opener. And like, I was like, wow, this game's way more in depth than I was expecting. Like in terms of like different jets and different heat temperatures and, and like crawling and laying down to get underneath the car bit. And I was like, huh, I can see why people enjoy this. Um, I don't think I'll probably go back and play much more uh, if I'm honest, but I, I get it. I finally understand why, why you were talking so highly of him, Matt. Good. It's a good game. It's probably not going to make top 10 no. list for the year, but it's a good game. Yeah, I did. Uh, I also went I went to the garden mission, the mission after that, and it was like cleaning the pond. And I was like, this is long. Fuck this. No, I'm good, bro. I'm good. <laughs> it, like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> it throws you in deep. Like, it, basically, it alternates each level. So, like, the you know, first level is a van, the next yeah. level is an entire backyard, and then it goes back to like one single thing, and then uh... it throws you into a house, and then it. And the levels get huge. Like, the playground is massive. And, um, yeah, those levels get big. I think it's to encourage you to jump online with some randos. But fuck that. They're going to ruin my passion for the game, you know? That's 100%. why you'll be playing a lot of it, right? Fuck your passion. <laughs> yeah, my passion for cleaning. That's why I don't clean my own house. Um, and then the last one that I'll talk about on here is As Dust Falls. Uh, I finally got around to starting that beyond like the first opening bit that I tried before when I had it. Um, I really enjoy it. I think it's a really good game. I played it through with Twitch chat, which ultimately makes everything 20 times better because yeah. it's pretty much me arguing with chat. Um, I turned on the Twitch integration mode. They were making decisions. Um, and then I was overriding the ones that I really wanted to change. And, you know, I like, I like how they've got it integrated, though, with the voting system. It's really cool. It's really intuitive. It works, which is uh, nice. Um, Very cool. I can't quite get over the art style. It does, from moments to moments, it does catch me off guard and pull me out quite frequently compared to even like a Walking Dead um, or a Wolf Among Us. There's something about the art style, while beautiful, doesn't resonate with me story-wise as well as, say, a Telltale and things like that. So, yeah, I'm only about, I'm about probably, I'm only, I think I only just finished chapter one, actually which is about two and a half hours, something like that. It's like five chapters. Um, what? What are you playing face that? That's so much longer than I wanted it to be. I was literally just thinking this is probably one of those games I have to play before the end of the year. But ultimately, so I think it was told... I, to I got, when I read how long to be, it says like six hours. But like I say, I'm playing it with Twitch chat though, so decisions are that say, much longer for me. Yeah. Like they're like 30 seconds of decision. I think it yeah. is. So okay. I'm sure you'd get it through. It's about six, six, seven hours, maybe eight at a push. Um, I think you'd get it through and done. So, okay. Just speed run it, picking random decisions, and the outcome you get is the outcome you get. No, do not do that. There's no point for playing the game at that point, is there? Um, no, I want to play with Emma. 
We'll get to it. We'll get. I to feel it. like you guys would enjoy it. It's just like I say, if you can get over that art style of um, what it is, the story they're telling is quite interesting. Um, I don't want to spoil it because that's the whole game. But um, there were some decisions that I made when I overread chat, and it goes a different way than what you were expecting it to go. Like you expected it to go one way that doesn't, and then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I should have thought that through a little bit more. So it, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It is. Um, should we get into this week's dashboards really quickly before we uh before we uh do anything? Breaking news from Matt. Um, it's actually something we forgot to talk about during topic of the show about TGS, and that was the lack of Final Fantasy VII. Oh, it's time to concede. I will take a double sack. Fix got video game awards. He's always got something. <laughs> to be fair, I did ultimately say that I have no problem conceding. You did. Um, today. But you said January you 1st. It's true. You said want... it. So I just wanted to remind you, you've fallen at yet another hurdle. <laughs> on I just wanted to January 5th. Dig. Yeah. I just, I just wanted us not to get through today's episode without just that reminder. But then we can move on. How do you on. feel, Fix, right now, in this moment? How, how, how did that make you feel? I have to be honest with you. I thought it was a slam dunk that I would... That I, not, not this, not this, this, this show, but that game not this being year. on the Xbox is wild to me. Wild. Because, I tell you why I thought it was such a slam dunk, is I remember when I bought Final Fantasy VII Remake. And it had a sticker on the front of it. There was like, and it had the, and it had underneath it, it had like the release date of when the, when it's ended. Like I remember it like it was yesterday, like exclusive until, and I was like, oh, all right, this game will, will at some point come and then that time passed. And we waited. And that time passed. Come to PC. And we waited. It did come to PC. And I think that's where I f***ed up. After we saw the leak, do you remember we saw the leak information that came out about PlayStation and how they do their exclusives and yeah. stuff? I kind of knew then that I was in trouble. Mm. I knew then, but I held faith into faith until today because I thought if anyone could pull it out of the bag, it was Phil. Even Phil. Could do you think that faith is gone now? Oh, it's done. You that game, that think... game's never coming to Xbox. You think part two? comes to xbox i think at any point the only way i think maybe the wording in the contract for the exclusive of this is final fantasy remake 7 cannot come to xbox yeah but deluxe edition I... revamped edition re 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 deluxe edition can I... come out at some point when this game is done I want to offer something different and it has nothing to do with wording from playstation or anything like that Square Enix just doesn't want to put it on Xbox. Nah, that I call bullshit. On I that. think so. I don't understand. I don't. That doesn't make sense to me. Because they have they have a good relationship with Sony, and for the rest of the game, Sony's going to be funding these. So you want to keep that relationship going, especially because Square Enix put out the statement of like, for AAA games, they're looking to partner with people to fund the games. Just buy them already and get over and done with so I don't have to feel this pain all the damn time. Not that, again, and by the way, I'm not, I've got, I'm, I'm very fortunate I have a PlayStation 5. I can play these games. It's not a big deal. But 
ultimately, Xbox plays the fact that they're willing to put Crisis Core remake on the bloody on Xbox and not. <laughs> Old games old fix. But it's new to me, Christ. It's new to me. God damn it. It hurts. It hurts. But January 1st, you'll get your PC. It is it is painful. I understand that. I like how the audience is almost entirely on my side, and I appreciate every single one of you. I see you on Twitter. I love you. (sighs) Whatever. Uh first news story. Uh PlayStation's Jim Ryan called Xbox Call of Duty Promise inadequate. On many levels. Last week, Xbox boss Phil Spencer said uh, the new Call of Duty games will remain on PlayStation platforms for at least, uh, quote, at least several more years, end quote, after Activision's current contract with Sony expense, ex- uh, expired. Sorry. Now, PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan is calling Spencer's offer, quote, inadequate. In a statement to GameIndustry.biz, Ryan said he didn't intend to make uh, to comment on the business discussion until Spencer brought it out into the quote public forum. End quote. Quote. Microsoft has o- has only offered f- uh, for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. Ryan said, after almost twenty years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take take account of the impact on our gamers we want to guarantee playstation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience and microsoft's proposal undermines this principle let's bring uh doven Deven, doven doven over thank you is that, is that <laughs> into this <laughs> saying do you think jim ryan knows uh about all the stuff that sony keeps from xbox players <laughs> such as a year locked exclusive uh, exclusives for destiny and Deathloop and other games such as final fantasy or or so you think he only cares about shareholders do you think Phil spencer uh, phil spencer has is more in touch is more in touch with console community than Sony is with theirs. Um, so that's it's a lot to take in here. So let's let's start at the top, Crash. Let's start at the top. This quote. Okay. Jim Ryan. Inadequate. Xbox. Three years. I'm saying words very slowly here. Well, actually, not three years. Microsoft has offered. To the Call of Duty will remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. And we have no idea how long that current agreement is. Well, I'd assume that agreement ends this year. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. No, I, I think you're wrong. This year. Why? Those, those agreements are probably thought, done year to year, done year I'd to imagine. Year. I would have thought they would have more plainly said it then. To me, this is a bit of smoke and mirrors of going, actually, it's... Five years, but we're going to say it's three to get people riled up a bit more. No, I think he was being very like precise. Like, this is exactly what was offered here yeah. to us, and this is not enough. And I think that also feeds into like Phil Spencer being like, we want games to be everywhere, sort of like already putting my Xbox Look. at the good guy segment. Yeah, the, can we just, just real quick, Crash, can I just a touch on that, please? Yeah. The, the we want games everywhere is absolute bollocks from Phil Spencer, yeah. by the way. Like, I yeah. love Phil Spencer, but Phil Spencer wants games everywhere under his terms and That's how it. it can benefit Xbox, which yeah. we all know that. 
We all understand that. We're not After, stupid. <laughs> like, if, yeah. if you honestly... Like, we want games everywhere, Is We want games on Xbox Game Pass and on Xbox Clad and on Xbox... This is not we want games everywhere. Oh, Stop it. Stop it. Yeah? What happened after three years is like, oh, you guys want to keep getting Call of Duty? Sure, we want Game Pass <laughs> on your console is what it would end up being, yeah. probably. But yeah, sorry to interject there. Like, I, I, we can't... I'm about to call Jim Ryan out on his shit. I can't not call Phil Spencer out on his. Yeah. yeah, of course. Jim Ryan, stop it. Stop it. That's that's not I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be rude and I'm not gonna be mean, but I'm just gonna say stop it. You are the industry leader in video games. You have the best exclusive games on the market. I don't think we're arguing it here, are we? Like Yeah. Stop it. I don't want to hear bullcrap like, after almost 20 years, okay, who cares? Who cares about how long a game's been on a system? A company has bought the other company, which it hasn't quite yet, so we need to all be careful. Uh, A company is trying to buy another company, and you are going to miss out on, on huge franchises that you know make not only your company money, a ton of money, but also know that it's going to impact your bottom line. You don't care about Call of Duty like that. Let's not pretend. You care about yeah. how much Call of Duty makes, how much it resonates with a, uh, with a uh, casual audience, and how it's going to negatively impact Sony as a whole. Honestly, I think this whole situation reads like two school kids arguing yes. on the playground from both sides, where it's sort of like, this is a business deal on both sides. Microsoft's uh, with Phil Spencer. It's like uh, he goes, he tells Jim Ryan something he whispers to him and then acts like a great person in front of everybody with Jim Ryan. He's like, that guy did this to me and blows it out of proportion. And this just cycle goes on and on and on. And I'm just kind of tired of it at this point. Like the deal's going to go through. It's not going to go through whatever. I just don't want it feels bad for the two heads to be bickering non-bickering they're doing it in a very business way Mm -hmm. like this is all like about business and all this stuff and it's like you guys are millionaires trying to argue on behalf of billion to trillion dollar companies i really don't care yeah but i think that's a very mature way to look at it right yeah i think this is very much talking to xbox players to sony players yeah i think it's a case of like look we got your back like we're we're trying, don't get us. We're trying to play ball here, and I think, I think yeah, I think you're right. It does come across like two 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 millionaires crying about the smallest minute details. What I will say is though, if it was me and I'm Phil Spencer, oh, you're in trouble because I'd buy up everything. I'd buy up everything <laughs> that I humanly could buy up, even things that I'm like, eh, I would, st- I'd be like, yo. If you want to do this, because I think this is where they've gone wrong, right? Phil Spencer has ultimately said, I'm not on Phil's side, I'm not on anyone's side, but Phil has said, oh, we did offer that, we have said that we'll put it out on for for multiple years, which that's more than they have to do. That is an olive branch at the end of the day. Like That is more than they have to do. A conversation could have been had in two and a half years, in two years' time to say, oh, you know what, this has worked out really well. We're making a shed ton of money. Let's just keep it where it is. Now, if this deal goes through, me, if you're, again, I'm paying oh, as hell. Absolutely. But me, bro, you ain't getting all. nothing. Oh, dude, over. You ain't getting nothing from me. But again, you've got to look at it from a business point of view. Which yeah. is, and 
Go on. Sorry, go on. No, please, I was, no, please, please. I was going to say, and probably it's ultimately not just Phil's decision to be yeah. Jay. Of course not. not. And so the the likelihood is chair board members will see dollar signs and go, yeah, just put it on PlayStation and get a shitload of money. Sort of. I don't think so. I don't think so because ultimately they st- the board members still have to see the long-term vision with this, which is, yeah. I think ultimately you're doing this because you want you want to give them, you want to play good guy, but you also want to have a point in time where you can go, and now the thing that we've been giving you yeah. come to us for. And I see why Sony it's... are like, you're taking the piss. Because yeah. it's, it's like it's like any good drug dealer. You, gi- you give away a free sample. Yeah. You give away a it free is... sample. I know it's not free, but like you do give away a free sample to get someone hooked, and then you go the next three years. Now you've got to come to my house to pick it up. Now you got. I used to travel to you to drop off these drugs. Now you've got to come to my house to get them. Which is the better version of that? Is it going? You can have it for three years. Yes, and then it's gone. Or is it? It's exclusive to Xbox for six months. I mean, it's. I think it's a multi-layered question, right? Because I think what so what Xbox are banking on is when we drop our new console, the conversation of they've got God of War, they've got Last of Us, they've got Final Fantasy, yeah, but we have Call of Duty. And ultimately, I, we love God of War, we love Final Fantasy, we love Uncharted, we love all these games that are fantastic, Last of Us, whatever. They do not move units the way Call of Duty moves units. And none of them are Call of Duty. None of them. Yeah. Not even with Call of Duty in the D clan. They are not even close. Yeah. Uh I think Call of Duty I think Vanguard outsold uh Final Fantasy VII remake by a yeah. significant amount. I think it also Final Fantasy fifteen. I think um Final Fantasy as a total franchise and mind you came out before Call of Duty sold hundred sixty million or something like that units. Um and Call of Duty is at like four hundred million or something like that. It's like there is a significant difference in the amount of sales. Final Fantasy total sales are 168 million. And Call of Duty's total sales are... uh, They don't have the total sales. They only have the revenue, um, which is 30 billion. More than 30 billion. Oh, it's... uh... Divided by... No, I'm joking. Um, Yeah, I I think it's... I don't know. I I could see it going either way. I could see Xbox, like you say pulling the rug and going, you don't get it. I could see him having it for a few years. I could see him having it for six months exclusivity. I I, I have no idea how it's going to go. Um, but you're right. Call of Duty is a different beast entirely. Um, you know, it's like a FIFA. Uh, I think is the only other thing that I could see having the similar amount of pull. Um, I, I would argue Call of Duty probably has more pull than FIFA. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But... I was saying the sort of right, right, right. Got in you, got you. Yeah, yeah. Ballpark. Yeah. Um, or Fortnite, I guess, but um, that's different. But yeah, ultimately, I just I think uh, Jim Ryan should have shut the hell up and done this. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm more <laughs> I'm more frustrated at Jim Ryan the way he handled this situation than than Phil. And maybe yeah, that's because because, because I like Phil more as a human being. I don't think so. I think it's because what he said and what Jim Ryan said felt. Jim Phil's Ryan sort Phil, of dropped Phil, the mask. Yeah. Phil Spencer kept the mask. Like, yeah. I, I still, I, I think the argument of them being kids in a school ground still holds. But 100%. I do think that uh, Phil kept his composure and, like, 
kept nice around people where uh, Jim Ryan just started throwing a tantrum, like what's going on or whatever. Bill's answer was approved by Xbox PR. Jim's clearly not. I don't know. I, 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 don't know. I think I think Jim's was improved by PR. Approved yeah. by PR. There's no way. This is the, one of the most hypocritical statements I've ever seen in my life. There's no well, way. It's funny that you say that, Matt. I, I just wanted to get onto that. Are we? Are we like? I don't. I don't know what the chat is like on the internet for this. I didn't really see it to be honest with you. But are we joking about like? about games being on like I, I, I don't think what he says is technically wrong because uncharted was never on play xbox and last of us was never on xbox so you can't use those as examples really but the same argument is to be had right just exclusives in general yeah okay. but i think it's accurate but it's also inaccurate because call of duty is any of those franchises I think because and it's also Microsoft buying a studio to make stuff exclusives. Whereas like if you really want to argue about Final Fantasy's exclusivity and stuff like that, you shouldn't be arguing with PlayStation. It should be Square Enix you're making the argument to. Because they're the ones who ultimately make the decision. It's like contraband's an exclusive. You don't go uh you're not arguing about contraband being an exclusive, even though that's made by a third party. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, this. I think this, these deals have always... I think it's, yeah. you're right, it's the magnitude of the game, right? Yeah. And, and look, I'm, think, yeah. I'm not saying I agree with, like, Final no. Fantasy. I wish Final Fantasy wasn't exclusive and stuff like that. But, like, if you're looking at a, at a totality sort of situation, I do think that this is a very unique situation just because of how big Call of Duty is. Absolutely. That's why it's so important to Xbox, though. Oh, absolutely. They bought, they, bought, <laughs> they bought Activision for a reason. They did a bit by Activision. You don't spend that type of money to not make things exclusive. Ultimately, at some point. I agree. So. Or get something out of it. Even if, like, the, the problem is, even if, like, realistically, this game stays multi-platform, at some point in time, call Xbox gets the better end of the stick from yeah. Sony. They get something out of Sony that Sony otherwise wouldn't have wanted to give. Yeah. Uh, and to, oh, sorry, go on. I was going to say, do you think there's... No, no, it's a stupid thing. Move on. Go on. But it's stupid. I was going to say, do you think there's a world in which... It's so long-winded. That they, they somehow incorporate cloud services into Battle.net. They keep Battle.net running as a third-party thing, and they have a Battle.net app on PlayStation allowing you to stream Call of Duty that way. No. I agree. That's why I didn't want to say it. <laughs> but no, no, but it's I... A, I it's a good thing you didn't want to say that. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't want to say it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, we, didn't ask, we didn't answer the question really, though. Uh, is Jim Ryan out of touch, or does he only care about shareholders? Yes, his job is to care about shareholders. His job is not to oh. care about anything else. Both these people, like, they're in the same situation. I think Microsoft's as a whole has been more um community focused so phil spencer is in the better position from an argument standpoint but if you switch positions with xbox and playstation on who's the bigger console you end up in the same situation just flipped we've seen yep. it time and time again it consistently happens it is a it is a repeating thing in the industry yep well it's until look just a until xbox have their exclusivity with cod and they get the marketing details with PlayStation. Uh, sorry, the marketing details with FIFA. And then they control the marketing with Madden. And all of these games again, like they did in the 360 era. Xbox are going to be in second place. Because ultimately, I think more 
core gamers want to play single-player experiences from the best studios in the world, and currently, that is being made at Sony. So yeah. to say, but that's the truth. Next up, GoldenEye has been announced for Xbox uh this tweet come from rare says 25 years after the original release experience goldeneye 007 faithfully recreated for xbox consoles including achievements 4k resolutions and smoother frame rates even in uh, split screen local multiplayer coming soon to game pass now guys this opened up a whole camel worms because this was announced at nintendo's direct and said that it was coming with online. It's online split screen. What? It's so still split. The game is still split screen. Oh, really? Yeah. So the way they do is they double the emulation to what both people are seeing, but it's still split screen. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. It's how, it's how the tech works that they made because it's actually like uh, somewhat impressive tech from Nintendo as far as online goes. Um, uh, but it is um, just essentially two versions of the same game where everything is the exact same on the seat. Yeah. Or four yeah, you, yeah. Uh, on the screen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people are pissed. A lot of people are, <laughs> well, not pissed, but some people are sort of like confused and is Xbox the best place to play this game and all that stuff. And you would have played the old. online for 10 seconds. Yeah. And when you, this game Who's, is one of those games. Yeah. I loved golden as a kid growing up playing 007 on M64 were some of the best memories I have in gaming, bar none. But you were going to play this for about an hour with your friends and go, ah, oh, should we go back to COD? Or any other game. There's no way you're sticking on this. I think it's worth a Monday night stream. Well, it's not for us now. I mean, unless you play the story mode, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. So, no, mm. what I meant, I don't mean the, the story mode I think you'll play through. Because of achievements, because of like just wanting to reminisce through these maps and stuff like that. Yeah. I know about the online stuff. That was something you were going to play for an hour. Like, yeah, you, yeah, no yeah, one yeah. really. I don't think any, anybody who. I, I do think there's an argument to be had that this is a lesser version than the Nintendo version, sure. But it's in Game Pass. So it's not costing you anything extra anyway. If you've Plus got Game Pass. Yeah. No. Yeah, I know. I understood. That. I know the argument's going to be there of, well, if I don't have Game Pass, well, that's because you're. Because we know Game Pass isn't free, folks. One hundred percent, it is not free. It definitely costs money. Can we can we have a little peek behind the curtain here, and say we didn't put this as an E3 prediction because we thought it was a guaranteed thing we knew was happening at E3, and then it didn't. So what happened? Do you think Nintendo stepped in and was like, oh no, we want it for a direct later on? No, I think it was Nintendo's Nintendo's uh, announcement to announce, right? Yeah, Nintendo owns, Nintendo owns the IP of this, yeah. So ultimately, I don't think this is the James Bond game we were talking about. There's, a no, there's still a rumored slash leak another 007 game that's what, out there Aya? in the world. I don't know who it's from, but I'm just saying. I know IO's, no, IO1's been announced, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, feel, yeah. I thought there was another one. Oh, uh, I besides, I thought the rumor was for 007 GoldenEye being uh, quote unquote remastered. Okay, then maybe uh, I'm yeah, wrong. game coming to Game Pass. Maybe I'm um, wrong. I wonder if Pierce Brosnan's getting a check for this. I hope so. I would imagine so. 
It but who knows? Because this game came out so long ago that who knows what type of deals they were making for games back then. Don't, don't say it like that. I remember when this game launched. Yeah. I'm that old. Have you fixed... Have the great hair started coming in? No, they haven't. They haven't. I'm doing... <laughs> good, good. I'm doing A-O-K uh, on that front. I, I just put in M46. That oh, you want to see when the game came out? I did want to see when the game came out, yeah. It came out 1997. It I was, was two. Three. Five. Five. But I remember it being out. I remember buying it. I remember my mom getting <laughs> it for me. I remember having the Rumble Pack and I remember everything. I oh. think I played this for the first time on an emulator naughty naughty in like school in like secondary school and i'd be a hundred percent honest with you guys you've never played it you've never touched i've it, never it. played this game huh yeah i mean that doesn't that doesn't surprise me if i'm honest it was this what this was the game crash you know like the way cod was the way cod is now like Wait, Halo 2. You yeah, and yeah. you and four friends. It. You and four friends in our hearts. I remember going to my friend James Chitty's. Yeah. Chitty, not shitty. Chitty. Chit chit chit. I I heard what I heard and yeah, then you yeah. said it. And I'm like, did I hear what I hear? No. Or shitty James. And I remember us lot <laughs> playing this game. Me, him, his brother, girl called Bella. And we just used to destroy this game. It was the best. Big head mode, golden gun mode. It was just the best. We didn't deserve it. That's true. It'll break a lot of hearts out there, but if this announcement was for 007 Nightfire, I'd be way more excited because that was my... Which one's Nightfire? Get off the podcast. That's I hate so you. good. No on game yeah, was that PS2? Uh, yes. I think it was on PS2. I played it on Game yeah. I think I played that one. That one was actually fun. I'm with Sick. you, Matt. So good. Nightfire was... Uh, yeah. I think it was PS2. You're right. All right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we got three new user codes. We got three new Yakuza games announced. Uh, like a Dragon Eight. I'm baffled, Crash. Okay, I'm so baffled. Like a Dragon is the official name of the franchise in Japan. That's what so I transitioning assumed, Crash. That's what I assumed. Like a Dragon at this point. So, so I don't think not- you're going to be getting Yakuza games anymore, per se. But you're going to be getting Yakuza games. As far as I'm aware, they're transitioning the titling for the games so, in the Yakuza's, north or in the like west. A, is, so in the west, we're getting Like a Dragon games. Yeah. So what about... That's, in- my, I, that's my, understa- I, my understanding is that's what they refer to the games in like Japan, is that they are Like a Dragon games. Got you. My okay. understanding could be completely incorrect, because I don't actually... I'm not super well versed in the franchise. No, Matt looks very I. confused. Nor am I. The only the only Yakuza game that I've ever played was Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yeah. But that didn't have a number after it. So now I'm seeing Like a Dragon 8, and I'm like, is this That's the JRPG? Is this the one I wanna one? play? <laughs> yes. That, okay. that is the turn based one. Okay. So they're gonna be transitioning those into like the mainline titles as far as I'm aware. Ah. So, like, okay. more of the open world, like, traditional stuff is going to become the side games now. So, the, so they're going to be the, the other games <laughs> that have been announced, like a dragon, well, Inshin. Yeah. Ishin is Ishin. a remake of a game that came out in, like, 2014, I of think, course. or something like that. Of course. Yeah. 
Um, and then the other one is a new game that uses the old main protagonist. And it's going to be a tie-in to 8, because 8 has two main protagonists, the character from Like a Dragon and the character from the previous games. But it's all turn-based. Yeah. I might be wrong about some of this stuff, mind you, but no, I'm no, sure you've, I got you've it pretty spot it. on. You've nailed it. You've nailed it. I so sick. I should be excited for Like a Dragon 8. Yes. Because that is I the really one that you I did will, enjoy yes. Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yes, yes. Though I never finished it, which is very upsetting, but I did really enjoy what I played of it. Okay, I'll be excited for that one. No problem. Yeah. Well, there you go. Matt, any thoughts? <laughs> I, have, I have literally no idea what's been happening for the past 10 minutes. Like, this is wild to me. I have no yeah. idea. I wouldn't okay. know where to start. I hear so many good things about this series, and now I'm like, well, if I'm got a fucking oh. clue where to go. Play Judgment. I've heard good things about Judgment. The only, What's the only game I've played is Like a Dragon as well. I haven't played any of the other Yakuza games. Like a Dragon, good game. Very good game. Very, wait, very good game. Which one do I play? One, two, three, four, five, six. So I, I think if you want, if you want, if you want a turn-based Yakuza slash like a dragon game start with like a dragon yakuza like a dragon because that's the perfect place to, to carry on from the new one what's coming out which is eight yeah as far as i'm aware also um like a dragon eight or not eight <laughs> like a yakuza like a dragon is um is not super connected to the other games no, but it very not. much tonally is the same yes. so that would probably be the best spot to start so yakuza like, like a dragon, a dragon. Not, <laughs> not like a dragon eight or like a dragon whatever yeah you got it, Matt? No, am I going crazy? How can we have been talking this long and nobody said the number seven? What, what is happening? I don't know. Well, because Seven was already seven. a game. That's already out. That's done. <laughs> He's given up. He's given <laughs> up. Completely, completely up. defeated. Moving on. Uh, Halo lead Bonnie Ross is leaving 343 Industries and Xbox. Uh, industry, uh, industry, and Microsoft veteran Bonnie Ross is is announcing her plan to leave the company today, with an intent to focus on her family. Microsoft also announced the le uh, leadership uh, to the leadership team is undergoing some something of restructured, splitting Bonnie Ross's role into three parts to better save the franchise's growing footprint, which is now includes TV and other cross media projects. Studio veteran and production lead Pierre Hintz, Hintz will become a studio head of 343 industry effective immediately leading the studio uh, studio's ongoing development on Halo Infinite and the Master Chief Collection as well as future games the leadership team will expand with uh, new roles including Brian Koski who will become GM of the franchise and Elizabeth Van White Wacken Wack who will oversee business and operations. Big news, Bonnie Ross leaving, everyone. Big news. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to say I don't think this has to do with the recent uh, kerfuffle for 343 not working on Halo anymore. Um, I think this is probably a plan, because in her statement, she had said that uh, she was planning on leaving after the winter update, so I think that just sort of expedited it a little bit. So it seems like this has been like in the works or something that's been going to happen um i hope this leads to good stuff for halo infinite um pierre heinz i'm pretty sure is the person who worked on master chief collection and sort of fixed that from what it was yeah. so there is a bitter there is a bit of a silver lining there yeah 100 um 
it's a good thing they've got things in place for this to happen. Obviously, Halo is going nowhere in Xbox's plans, though I think it should be put on ice for a little bit from from after this game, personally, my opinion. But, um, yeah, man, congratulations to Bonnie, everything she's done in the industry. She's been with Xbox, been with Microsoft, I should say, for as long as I've been covering Xbox, so wild. I think it's like 27 years yeah. she's been there. So she's been there about as old as I am. As long so. as I've been alive. <laughs> as long as I've been alive. Like, that's how crazy it is. Yeah. So, uh, shout out, shout out, indeed. Uh, Cyberpunk uh, 2077 Phantom Liberty is the first expansion. Won't be on last-gen consoles. CG Project Red uh, announced that Cyberpunk's 2077's first major expansion is called Phantom Library and will be released on PS5, Xbox Series, and PC and Stadia. Uh, and that was during the Night City Wire livestream. The expansion marks the first major addition uh, of new content to Cyberpunk 2077 outside of the variety, pa uh, various, sorry, patches that fixed the game following its disastrous launch. Hello, once again, my Xbox and me audience. How are you doing? I apologize for the abrupt ending once again on this week's My Xbox and Me. My internet still just won't hold up. We tried to end the episode three times and my internet just kept dropping out. So I do apologize. No plug, plug, plug this week. And we didn't get to cover the rest of the news or the questions. Still a lengthy episode, though. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you all later. A goodbyes. Remember when I said I'm a hypocrite?